Welcome to Toffee Blue Opposition View again. Yes, I am. I am still Jerry, and uh, with me today I have again. I have Alan again from from <laughs> Leon. Welcome, Alan. It's good to talk to you. Hi, again. Jerry. <laughs> Thanks for having me again in your show. Hey, it was, a, it was an absolute pleasure the first time, so I'm sure this will be the same. All right. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's get get into this. Um, it's a it's an interesting time to be an Everton supporter. Um, it's funny. I feel like our two teams have kind of taken off in opposite directions since we we played. We were already on a downward trajectory when we started playing you, and then uh, ever since we played, you you guys got a couple of wins in the meantime, and now you're ranked third in the league. Right. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, if this is football. <laughs> we were, you know, we were, uh, I mean. Almost depressed the other the other day, and and now we're number three in the in the French league, which is somewhat, I would say, it's a bit ridiculous, but that's how it goes. So you know, we just we just don't we stop complaining about the coach or anything. For, so for the time being, we just enjoy being number three in the league, and and that's it. But um, yeah, the, unfortunately, I've I've seen that it's not really the same for Everton because you guys. Really, uh, it's interesting that we are able to talk though because uh, so many things happened uh, right. for both sides. I mean, uh, for both sides. I mean, uh, I've seen that uh, Kuman had been fired, uh, so you have a new you have a new coach. And, uh, uh, he's, he's an interim manager. He, he was a yeah, 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 twenty three yeah. manager. I mean, he's he's done a good job of kind of getting the team morale up, and he's trying to instill a kind of a more of an Evertonian spirit, but. Uh, Still not winning games. Still lost two games. So yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. You, you, yeah, you, the, the last game was uh, Leicester, I think. Right, right. Where yeah. first thirty uh, minutes yeah, we looked really bad. Alan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, we we've been able. You know, if I don't know if you remember the the other time I was saying that uh, winning against Monaco maybe would give us some momentum and we'd be able to uh, to, to win that game um, against Everton and that's exactly what happened. Right. Uh, this is typ- typically the type the type of game that we wouldn't have won before probably. Uh, to be honest, a, a draw would have been quite logical to me. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I think that I, each team had its own, you know, half of the game. I mean, we were probably a bit better in the first half, and Definitely. we were better in the second half. Uh, we were very lucky that uh, Traoré was able to score that incredible right. goal with, his, <laughs> with, the, with the back heel, you know. Uh, I mean, it was so unexpected, and we really... We're really grateful for that, but uh, yeah, probably another draw would have been logical. So, yeah, we we kind of built, uh, we, we we've been able to build on these uh, couple of victories, um, uh, including in the French league, and so now we are, yeah we feel much better now, um, and you- we are quite in a good position in Europa League. So we are really looking forward to that game against uh, the Toffees, but uh, well, that's something I, I, I guess we're going to have the opportunity to, to talk about, but I was, I was kind of wondering uh, if Everton, I mean, there's kind of an emergency situation for you guys in the, in, the, in the English League right now, 
because I've seen that you you're in the the relegation uh, area. I mean, you're number we 18 are. or 18, can't remember. Yeah. So you're right, 18. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. bad. How do you see? How do you see? It? Yeah. <laughs> Can only be better in the future, I guess. Uh, but <laughs> how do you consider this Europa League now? I mean, is it still a priority, do you think, for the club? Or how, what's your That's a great question. That is a great question because I think that varies from supporter to supporter. Um, mm -hmm. I know the, the guys that I talk to, you know, David and Edward that I make the videos with, I think both of them see Europa League as still a possibility. There's still a slight chance to advance to the next round. Now, more realistic supporters who <laughs> who play the odds would say, you know what, that dream is over for this year. We need to focus solely on the league. Um, I'm usually an optimistic guy. I don't like going. I don't like writing off your chances until they're completely written off. Uh, hmm. So uh, I'm I'm hoping that our uh, our manager <laughs> actually you know fields a team that has that has a chance to win. I'm hoping he's going to try to be competitive and not just sort of play all of the youth who have very little experience. Um, okay. I'm hoping we try to win the game. Um, because I, I think, and I think the, the manager really needs, I think he wants that. I think he wants to put together some cohesion to build some stability. So I think he may play our strongest players. Whether that does anything, Alan, I, I have no idea. <laughs> but, okay, uh, yeah. But, yeah. but it's interesting. It's, it's, it's interesting to, to hear that because, you know, to be perfectly honest, I think a, a French team being in your position in the league, I mean, the kind of emergency situation, as I was saying, a French club would probably not really play the Europa League, you know, and concentrate and focus more on the league uh, to make sure that they won't be relegated, I think. So it's interesting to know that you guys, I mean, it's, at the same time, To me, it's quite English. I mean, you, you just never give up, you know. You just always focus on what you have to do and so on. And even if you have only... I've, I've seen the rankings in Europa League and you, you guys have only one point. One point! In, <laughs> in, three, ga in three games. So you're, you're, last, you're last in the group. Uh, but still, I mean, you, you won't be coming to Lyon just because you have to come. I mean, you really intend to play, to play the game and try to win the game. Yeah, I, I think, mean, you still I think have hopes. I think Unsworth wants to spark a winning streak. I think he does. I think he wants because we had a cup game last week at Chelsea, and mm -hmm. normally a lot of times when when English teams are in the bottom three and they're not playing well, they'll just put out a team that has no chance of playing their next game. All right, mm -hmm. and that's a typical thing. Now, to be honest with you, I mean he put out a pretty solid squad, and we outplayed Chelsea second half. Like should have won that game. Should have won that game, which was crazy to say that right now, as poor as we've been this season. But we look great. Uh, so, so I could see him trying to actually put together an actual team that could compete with you, at least try to compete with you, because your team is so quick. They are rapid. Their speed is just that's like you'll see when you watch the video on the on the sign in the back here. It says, uh, "Play your slow players, please." Because that's mm -hmm. the only way. <laughs> Because it, you, you have one of the quicker teams that I've seen, period. Okay. So, okay, okay. So well. um, I, I have a question. Uh, are yep. you, so you talked about how you're kind of chilling out a little bit on critiquing the manager. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, with this little good patch, do you feel like uh, a, everyone else is kind of doing the same as you and giving Genesio just a little bit of leeway? 
Um, or are the same? Are most people still kind of grumbling that he hasn't found a style and the players don't know their role? You know that kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, you were mentioning style, and that's—I mean—it's all about it. I mean, style has not changed uh, mm. since the last uh, time we met. So there's no uh, real reason to change our minds, except that we've stopped uh, doing draws. Now we win games, so you know how it works. I mean, we win games. We there are less complaint and less criticism to to Genesio, which is logical. Uh, but uh, we know that um, if the game, if the if the team ever ever loses again, or if there's another uh, draw streak, you know, I mean, kind of results that are not really satisfying from from our sides, we know that criticism will 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 be back on the. In the in the news and on the on 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 Twitter and in, on forums and so on. Uh, so I mean, Genesio is uh, has been able to kind of save his uh, save his ass so far. Uh, the the thing is that we have uh, the president President Jean-Michel Aulas, the, the president uh, of Lyon, uh, said a few weeks ago that. Uh, he was waiting for the game against Saint-Étienne, which, you, you, if you remember, the, right. the, the last time I was yeah. saying that this is our Everton-Liverpool yeah. uh, game. This <laughs> is our big derby here. So this is kind of the, 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 game of the, the game of the year here. So he was waiting for that game to decide on Genesio's future mm -hmm. in, in, uh, as, a, as a manager, as a coach uh, for, the, for the team. Um, I don't know if this is still... Um, if this is still uh, valid, I mean, because Genesio has done better, so right. I mean, lately, uh, better results, so we'll see. But if we ever lose against Saint Etienne uh, this Sunday, the coming Sunday, uh, I know that uh, I mean, criticism will be back. Right. And it, it, this is quite, you know, this is quite fragile. The, fragile. The, situ uh, the situation for Genesio is, is still fragile. Um, we were lucky that we've been able to um, to win against Everton. Uh, we were lucky to be able to win against uh, Monaco just before that. Uh, we had an easy win against Troyes um, about uh, a week ago. Um, the, the thing is that we've just played two weak teams in the French League. So it helps building, you know, momentum and confidence right. and so on. The, the, the two teams, we, we, we had two clean sheets, uh, which had not happened for some time. <laughs> before, before that, you know, as I was saying, we, we, we score goals, but we also, uh, we have many goals that are scored against us too. I, I remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and this, this has stopped uh, for the last two games. We, we had two clean sheets, so we were knocking on wood and hope it goes on like that. But... Uh, uh, yeah, no, Genesio's situation is still, you know, it's not, uh, I mean, the, the, the idea of changing the coach uh, during the winter break uh, could be back on the news if we have another bad strike or draw strike or whatever, if we're not happy for any reason, I mean, you know. Because the thing is that, as, as you, you were mentioning style, and the style is still the same, and it's not very satisfying from right. my point of view. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. Um, so, uh, a couple of questions. I'll kind of give you what I consider to be the simpler question first. Uh, I read a story where Genesio came out and said that uh, 
uh, benching Depay was a very smart move because his form has improved and he started. I know he got a hat trick against Pau. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, he said that, that, that actually the bench has been very good for him and, and he's he's a, he's an improved player. Now you told me your biggest issue with him was his selfishness. Uh, right. So has he worked that selfishness out or is he just scoring goals and that's what Genesio is talking about? Uh, well, funnily, <laughs> I'm not sure he's changed the way he plays, but um, he's been able to score that that hat trick against Troyes. Uh, and not only did he score a hat trick, but he did it in a way that kind of amazed me because two of his go- well, one of the goals was a penalty shot, I think, if mm. I remember well. Uh, yeah, it was a panenka. I don't know if you use the the, the term in English, I'm, but you I'm know, familiar. Yeah, you, chip, you just chip the chip the ball. <laughs> right, it's 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 always flashy but fun, you know. <laughs> but it's yeah, a little exactly. risk if it yeah, doesn't work. Yeah, but the thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you bet you better score. Yeah, <laughs> if you miss it, you look ridiculous. So he scored that one, but most of all, he scored the, the two other goals, and I must say that the two other goals were not really not easy goals to score, in my opinion, and he did it with kind of an easiness that's not so I've not seen so often in our team so or even in the French league uh, I think this guy really is very skilled uh, mm-hmm. whenever he's focused on what he what he has to to do on the pitch um, the thing is that our you know if you remember Mariano was not playing the right. game against Dutton the other day he was injured, so now he's back on the pitch. And the thing is that we have kind of two selfish guys here. Ah. Uh, yeah, because Mariano, uh, you know, is from Real Madrid. Right. Maybe this is this is only my opinion, but maybe I don't know what are his plans for the future. Uh, my guess is that he may want to show himself and score as many goals as he can, so that he can be better considered by. The Madrid stuff. You see what gotcha. I mean. I do. And maybe, I do. Ha- and maybe have a chance to go back to Madrid. This is only my opinion, but right. uh, we've seen we've seen on the pitch in the in a couple of games that he was kind of nervous when he was not able to score, and this kind of thing. So we have these two guys uh, in our attack uh, that are they have very different qualities, very different skills. They have. Very skilled. Mariano is better with his, with the head. Uh, he has a good header shot. Um, but um, yeah, the, the thing is that I was always saying the other day, uh, these guys kind of play mostly for themselves, uh, trying to score their goal, their own goal, their personal goal. And the team is only a kind of a you know. Uh, kind of background consideration, if you see what I mean. Yeah. Uh, they they mostly want to show themselves first. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe uh, being benched by Genesio has changed a few things for the pie. Um, but this is something that we have to consider on the longer term. Right. I mean, it, 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 this is still too new to draw any conclusion on this. If you see, I definitely uh, understand that. Yeah. So we have to see in a, in a few games and in a few weeks for, in a few weeks from now. But um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I guess that answers your, your you question. Did, yeah, you're perfect. You always answer the question, and then you usually bleed on over into a few other questions because <laughs> it's so much information. It's awesome. Uh, 
Uh, so I have to ask you about this. Because if I didn't, mm -hmm. it would be irresponsible. Uh, and I'm an Everton supporter. You're a Lyon supporter. We have to talk some <laughs> about the last game. We have to talk about yeah, the I was last about, I was about to ask you. Yeah, <laughs> it, just, it would be so irresponsible not to. Uh, yeah, so so uh, clearly, um, things got way more physical in the first half than they were in the, sec uh, in the second half than they were in the first half. The second, yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, Everton came out uh, behind and they wanted to play a little more physical. Um, and uh, right. this was kind of capped off when uh, Ashley mm -hmm. Williams got legally bumped off the ball by your keeper. It was Lopez. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And legally bumped off the ball. And I think he was thinking, I got pushed. I don't like that. So he turns around and pushes him <laughs> illegally, deserves a yellow card, you know. <laughs> and then it just yeah. it, 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 it jumps off. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's on. Uh, your players, yeah. our players. And then... One of our fans comes up with a baby in his arm. Yeah, which is I crazy. I have zero <laughs> explanation for how that yeah. happens. And I think he was actually blaming one of the stewards for, like, letting him through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's Probably. <laughs> but it's interesting. The thing is that considering the whole game, it's interesting that first, uh, Leon was better in the first half because I think there were less intensity and it was a bit less physical than in the second half. And then in the second half, uh, Everton, as you said, started playing more physically. Mm -hmm. And this is not something we are very much used in the French League, because you know the difference between the French League and the English League probably is that the, referee, the, the referees are more strict in the French League. Mm -hmm. the, when, I, when I say more strict, I mean they tend to use their whistle whenever there is a small fall or any, if you see what, what, I, what I want to say, okay. if you see what I mean. I mean um, and there's more, kind of more freedom, I think, in the, in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys can be more physical without the referee having to use his whistle all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and then, so somehow Everton started playing in a more, in a more physical and I, tend to say in a, maybe in a more English way the second half <laughs> and we were a bit disturbed by that I think probably they, 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 they've done a bit more than this just mm. more than being more physical maybe right. there were some uh, some moves and some things that we've seen on the pitch that were really you know could have could have been uh, a little bit more than they were recognized by the referee exactly, exactly. Yeah. and so based on that I think uh, Ashley Williams was just in the in the in the in the tone of the game, in the tone of the second half, when he when he, he went a bit too far, of course, right. when he pushed uh, our goalkeeper. But uh, he is the he's the captain of the team, so that's even more surprising from a captain that's supposed to you know to stay calm right. and so on. And, yeah, that's very true. And, and, <laughs> and avoid and avoid this kind of thing from his from his teammates, and and he did it. The captain did it. So. Um, well, the thing he pushed the goalkeeper, and then he started a fight. And I mean, pushing the goalkeeper is one thing. Started a f starting a fight is is, right. is a bit different. We've seen the pictures. It was like, uh, to me, it was looking like it was. He thought he was on a, on a, on a ring or in a boxing <laughs> heaven or something. We've seen pictures quite quite amazing. Right. So the, the the most surprising thing for us was that he only got a yellow card. Right. Uh, the, the in Europe in European games, uh, I mean, I guess you've seen as many as I have. So the referees tend to re not really like this kind of thing. So we were kind of expecting a red card, to be honest. 
Um, so we were surprised that there w it was only a yellow card, which means that he will probably be playing on Thursday. I don't know if you have any. We're not for... we're not sure about that yet either. With with our interim coach, it could be. I've predicted him to play, but you know what? I know about as much as the lamp that's sitting beside me. So it's mm -hmm. it's hard to okay. say. <laughs> okay, so yeah, there was this fight, and it was it was crazy. Uh, but um, well, to be honest, we've seen that in the French league last year. Uh, we were playing in Corsica in Bastia, and uh, fans <laughs> fans came to the pitch and started started the fight with our own players. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I don't know what's going on with football right now, but we are on a, <laughs> we are on a, on a you know, things are going the wrong way, I think. Uh, anyway, um, but uh, I must say that the, the club of Everton had a great reaction when they decided, I, th I don't know if it's been confirmed, but they decided to ban they the, the assaulting fan of right. the child. So I think that that was a, the, the best thing to do anyway. And so, yeah, so I don't know. I, we just hope that things will be better uh, on Thursday in terms of good. I would I would say the, the, the players can be aggressive, but in a in a in a good way, you know, not in a in a mean way. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if. Um, what will be the instructions from the, from the Everton coach about this? Uh, but uh, anyway, we we know we know from our side that we will have to play our game anyway right. and try not to you know to respond to any provocation or aggressive uh, playing or this kind of thing. Because anyway, we we have to be honest, we have. Uh, let me just check the rankings. But I think we have yeah we have five points. Um, if we win, we will uh, hate. Uh, I mean, we probably qualify. Yeah, I'm almost certain we will. We'll yeah. Probably qualify. So, but at the same time, we know that we will be playing uh, Apollon at home uh, on the following for the following game. Right. So we are supposed to win. I know that Apollon can be quite surprising. I mean, they they they, they drew against Everton. That was one uh, of the more frustrating games I've ever watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, oh I, guess so. I, I guess so. Gosh. I guess so. But they drew against us too. At at uh, we were playing away, but they, they drew against us too. So they they, they can be quite uh, an uh, annoying team to play, you know. But uh, anyway, we, yeah, I mean we we are in a good position to qualify, I believe. So because of this, or thanks to this, I think we have no reason to be uh, exaggerately aggressive on Thursday. I mean, we just have to play the game and see what happens. Um, so yeah, that's uh, what I wanted to say uh, about the, the the about the last game. Okay. I think uh, the other thing maybe is about the fans uh, from Everton. We've seen that there will be a few thousand fans from Everton. Mm -hmm. I've heard somewhere that uh, I think it's it's around three thousand that will be in the stadium. I, I don't I don't know if it's more or less than this, but um, I've heard that some fans may be coming without having a ticket for the game. I'm noticing uh, a trend about that too. I'm seeing on Twitter people asking for for yeah. uh, spares and seeing if they can get one. I think a lot of them are just excited about the possibility of getting into that game because you know playing Lyon's kind of a cool thing, and it's a good place. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a good place uh, to, to travel and, and visit. <laughs> yeah. You know? So. <laughs> don't have a ticket i mean it's not it's not worth it you one would think you don't. one would think i don't <laughs> yeah i don't really know exactly what their plan is i do have one uh david who does the show with us he will be there 
So, uh, but I'm pretty okay. certain he's got a ticket he's taken care of. Um, okay. So, okay, good. yeah, I'll be I'll be curious about that. Everton tends to travel well. What's funny is lately our our home atmosphere is a little bit toxic, but our away support is just really strong. So it's a it's kind of an interesting weird dynamic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have, I have. But it's a, good. It's good. It's good to have dynamic. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, opponents, uh, support, uh, supporters. You know. Uh, oh, I, uh, for the for the for the atmosphere in the stadium, it's much better anyway. Oh, here. But I think they, there would be a good atmosphere from us anyway. So yeah, we don't have to. <laughs> we, won't, we don't. We don't have to worry about this. We'll be like fifty thousand. So yeah, yeah. Should be okay I feel atmosphere. like I feel like your supporters did not stop singing last game. Like. At yeah, all. Mm-hmm. I, was, I just constantly yeah, heard. That. I, was, I was watching on TV, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're doing a great job. They're doing a great job, I must say. Yeah. But um, yeah, so yeah, we let's just hope that everything will be okay because the thing is that we had some problems last year with the Turkish side. Uh, I think it was uh, Besiktas. Right. I don't know if you've seen pictures about what happened last year uh, in Lyon, but there were we had too many. Actually, the, the thing is that we fucked up with the with the ticket selling. You know, we mm-hmm. sold. We we we've been selling too many tickets to the Turkish, so they they came to the stadium. In I mean, there were way too many Turkish people in the stadium, and most and what's more, they were on the on the top. You know, on the top. Um, they were just above the, the the our our biggest fans. So that's not a good idea. You're right. No, I see. No, it, I, was, I see how that could be. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. It was a really bad thing to do. Yeah, the stands. They were. I mean, they were in the upper stands, and our fans were in the lower stands. So obviously, the first thing <laughs> the first thing the Turkish started doing was throwing things at the right. at the lowest. And so the, our fans went into the pitch because they just could not stay any longer, wow. uh, which could have been quite dangerous. I mean, yeah. it, it, we, but we factor, we factor with the ticket selling. So I think that our staff and the the club has learned the the lessons from that. Uh, we won't see that um, anymore, and we better not because the UEF, um, uh, UEFA has, I mean, they, we had a warning from them because of this. So. We better not fuck up again. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's hope everything will be okay on Thursday. Definitely. And, um, and see a great game. And um, yeah, I mean that's uh, what what else can we do? You have any info about the the team that we'll be playing from from your side? I I, mean, I, I don't. What I do know, I'd have a few little bits of info. Uh, Michael Keane is probably mm-hmm. going to be out injured, um, and he's okay. probably our strongest center back. Um, okay. so he's, he had a, has a strange, like he got a cut on his foot and it got infected and it spread to his leg. And it's the weirdest thing. Cause we didn't, it's been, the, it's been the case for like weeks Okay. <laughs> and, uh, we just now heard about it this week. Um, and with, and with honestly, with, with Unsworth coming in, our newer players is, uh, have mm-hmm. not even been making the squad. So Vlasic, who has been one of our strongest players since we signed him was not even yeah. in the squad on Sunday to play against Leicester. Um, and and, and okay. the word is that he was healthy. So you may see a lot of the more, a lot of the players that were on the team last season, um, like, okay. like Aaron Lennon. Um, okay, Lennon, you know, yeah. You, uh, players who maybe haven't played for a while, but they know the system and they, they know uh, mm-hmm. that they, they have chemistry with other players. So you may be seeing a lot of the more, the, more of the old guard, you know, from yeah. from last yeah, that season. includes 
that includes Rooney. He didn't play the last game. I didn't quite understand why, but he, did, he didn't play the, the, the first leg. So oh, that's right. Well, this... I, I think that was Kuman trying to rest him just because he's getting older. Um, okay. Or or Kuman was getting desperate trying to try new things because sometimes <laughs> sometimes <laughs> Rooney is not does not fit in with trying to play people like Sigurdsson. Trying to play them on the field is played... sometimes tough. Yeah. Uh, uh, against Leicester, he played as a as a as a forward, not as a midfielder. Yeah. Or, or did he play the? I a, I think it was. Um, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it was actually a four-two-three-one. So he played as like a a center attacking mid. I believe that's okay. what it was. And uh, in front of him was Dominic Calvert Lewin, the young forward. So okay. so yeah, it, that's what Unsworth played uh, last game, and then against Chelsea, he did four-three-three. So, okay. so uh, it's, your guess is really, it, it'll probably be either a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1 as far as formation goes. Um, okay. And, and our, one of our strongest goal scorers is not even registered for Europa League, and that's Nias. Uh, he's energy, high-energy player, plays, you know, hustle, hard worker. He's not even registered because Kuman didn't like him. So do, okay. do the math on that. Um, yeah. Anyway, but um, so as far as your lineup is concerned... Um, yeah, we 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 don't have the the, the group that we're playing that, that will be uh, chosen for the game yet. Uh, I think we'll know it um, probably tomorrow, I guess. Um, we don't have any injured player, mm-hmm. uh, as far as I know, this time. Uh, Mariano should be able to play. Right. Uh, he played uh, he played this um, this weekend, so he should be able to play. Fekir will be playing, of course. Um, Memphis. Um, you remember the the other day I was saying that Memphis. Well, he was benched, but it was it was a competition between him and a young player, Awar. Awar, yeah. Young academy. So Awar is kind of made his way to the starting eleven right. in, the, in the last weeks. So we'll probably see Awar as well. I mean, uh, this is something that uh, would surprise me if we didn't see him, but. Mm-hmm. Um, our the, the 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 way we play is still a four two three one. It's okay. it's been like this for quite a long time now. Uh, so yeah, the, the 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 attacker is Mariano, of course, and behind him you have uh, midfielders, offensive midfielders. You have of course Fekir as the playmaker, and then either Memphis or Awar on the on the on the left, mm-hmm. and on the right you have Traoré. Uh, Traoré will be playing for sure, right. I guess. He has almost no competition. His competitor is Cornet, but Cornet is quite weak, to be honest. So okay. there's no real no match. There's no match to to Traoré. And then uh, for defensive midfielders, we should be able to play with um, Tuzar. Is the yeah? Is the is the the most defensive of our midfielders, mm-hmm. and. Probably in Dombele, which I mentioned the other I day. I remember him. I remember you talking about him. I Dombele. watched him specifically when he came in the game. I know he subbed in against us. Yeah. So yeah, and the, and the defensive line should be the same, pretty much the same. I and mean, we have Morel and Marcelo as center center backs, right. and we have uh, hmm, could be could be Marcel or Mendy on the on the left. Right. Uh, Mendy is better than Marcel in my opinion. Uh, but Marcel played this weekend, and he did, he did a great, he did a great game. Mm-hmm. 
he played a great game, so I don't know. And on the on the right, it should be Rafael or Tete, the the ex Ajax player. Right, I remember that uh, too. Yeah. I don't know. It, you know, the thing is that if we are, if we decide, if the coach decide to play more offensively, uh, we could play with Marsal on one side and Rafael on the other side because these two guys are more offensive. Okay. And of course, if he decide that we should not take too many risks and so on we could play with uh, Mendy and uh, Tete mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know, we'll see and of course the goalkeeper remains Lopez whatever happens he's our right. number one and uh, uh, yeah okay. so that's all I can say I mean so far I mean there should not be any big surprise for, for Thursday to be honest so if we're if we're uh, if I'm talking to Everton supporters and if I were to say mm-hmm. these are the players Everton really need to keep an eye on. So Fakir, uh, Depay, uh, Mariano, uh, yeah. um, who else? Maybe Awar? Awar, maybe, yeah, yeah. And I would say Dom- Dombele, because Om- Dombele is the, the, the guy that breaks the lines, you know, uh, from the defensive area to the offensive area. Oh. And Dombele is the guy who is able to do that. Gotcha. And that's why we that's why we had problems uh, last season and even earlier this season is that we we, could, we were missing this kind of player. And since Dombele came in in the, in the starting eleven, I mean, it's it's easier. You know, the, the, I'm, I'm not saying that we are playing as a team because, as I was saying, we still have this problem of of style and we're not really satisfied with the style of the team, mm-hmm. the, the, the way the team plays. But still, uh, I must say that. A player like Dombele really, I mean, it makes the things uh, easier, way, way easier in the midfield. So yeah, you, you could keep an eye on that guy too. Understood. Yeah, that's. I'm. Uh, I'm really. I'm. I'm curious to see how. Uh, how you. Uh, how Genesio will change your team and uh, what Unsworth's going to do for us and uh, the adjustments that each team will make because we've seen you before yeah. and you've seen us before. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, right. I always like the the tactical battle, the the chess match, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we've kind of uh, I, I have a new segment for okay. <laughs> for uh, Toffee yeah. Blue opposition view, and it is not football related at all. Okay. I, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm a I'm a filmmaker from America, so I'm curious. What's your What's your favorite film, and why? <laughs> well, that's quite an unexpected question. I know. <laughs> uh, wow, my favorite film. I mean, can, who can answer this kind of question? My favorite film. Wow, there are so many, so many. I know. I mean, uh, the other night uh, on French TV, they were uh, broadcasting uh, Duel, the, the 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 Spielberg movie. You know, the his first movie, I think. One of his first movies. This is a great movie. What I like with this kind of movie is very simple. Uh, the, the script and everything is very simple, but it's so efficient. It's so efficient. Uh, but I, I was just mentioning this this movie because I, I saw it the, the other night, you know. Uh, my favorite movie, I don't know. I've, there are so many movies that I like. I mean, uh, uh, English movies, I, I just love uh, James Ivory. Uh, is he English? I think he is. James, James James Ivory. I mean, I really like the, the you know, um, I think he did um, Remains of the Day. No, I think he did. Um, uh, totally different. So I am. I'm, I don't have. A, I don't 
Yeah, I don't have a style of movie. Yeah, I like really different style of movie. I loved Braveheart, for, for example. It's more action movie, but I really liked it. Uh, yeah, I don't have a, I don't really have one favorite movie. This is impossible. Talking about uh, English movies, and of course you have to mention Kubrick and uh, movies like uh, Barry Lyndon, for example, which is a masterpiece. Uh, from from I mean for for all of his aspects, I mean the music, the, the, the photography, and so on. So yeah, Barry Lyndon is is a great movie too. Um, but um, Kubrick is one of my favorite uh, filmmakers, of course. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. You mentioned Kubrick, you know, with the, the visual style. I think right before I became, there was a time like in the early, in the early 2000s where I went through a huge Kubrick kick. It's actually, ironically just after he died. Um, where? Uh, where I, I wanted to watch everything of his, like everything, <laughs> because it was like, you know, every frame's a painting and it's just visually gorgeous. <laughs> Now, right. it's like I still admit that it's really quality filmmaking, but um, I'm more of a, a character, you know? Okay. I, I really like yeah. character because I feel like a lot of Kubrick's films are about ideas and concepts. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm yeah, a really right. big, like, I really love, now, I'm, and it's, this is not just because I'm talking to a French fellow, okay? Mm -hmm. But I really like the 400 Blows. Okay. You know, for, mm -hmm. uh, the Truffaut yeah. film from the mm -hmm. 60s. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies, and it's just a character oh, yeah. study. And it's beautiful. <laughs> oh my god! Well, gosh. I didn't even think mentioning a French movie, but there are many, yeah, of course, there are many French movies that I like too. I mean, yeah, Truffaut is one of my favorites, anyway. Awesome. Uh, yeah, me too. I, I should see. Yeah, the the, I, I, the the French title is Le Dernier Metro, so it should be the last underground. I'm not sure if this the if this if this is the actual English title, but uh, this is another great movie from from Truffaut and. Um, it's uh, from 1980. I think huh. the year is 1980. Yeah, uh, with um, Catherine Deneuve and uh, Depardieu. Uh, I have not friends. even. I have not seen that one. No, I have. Oh, you should. Yeah, you should see that one. If you're a Truffaut fan, you definitely should see should see that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, the 400 Blows Jules Légime. Uh, I yeah. really like that. Uh, I, I, yeah. But although I have some of my friends who are filmmakers and they found that profoundly frustrating to watch um and then uh, i mean didn't he do he did a uh, day for night that's another one that i really liked that's just it's yeah. more just a fun yeah. movie you know mm -hmm. but the other movies yeah. are just uh just very they're just good character studies and complex concepts and long conversations you know yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. cool it's from the it's from the nouvelle vague uh, right uh, i mean group of filmmakers you know and another one from that group is uh, Chabrol I don't know if you know Chabrol Chabrol uh, yeah yeah I love I love the I love this uh, maybe my my favorite french movie is from Chabrol actually uh well it's funny because I can't <laughs> I was saying I can't mention a, a favorite movie for from the I mean american movies or english movies but my my favorite french movie could be a, a Chabrol film which is called in french que la bête meurt. So in English, it should be um, made a beast die, something like that. It's probably taken from a from a from a book. Uh, I'm having trouble getting thinking of that name because if I've seen that movie, it's not. I it's it's a movie from 1969. I know I know the year. Uh, Chabrol filmography. Let's have a look. Uh, I'm just want to checking. Uh, just want to check. Oh, the, this man must die. Yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, that's the the title. Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, that's not the the beast must die. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, okay, that, I've never seen that yeah. either. But wow. You should. You should because the thing is that the, the the history is quite strong. But most of all, there's an atmosphere around the movie. If you have the opportunity to see it with the the, the French, uh, uh, with the sub English subtitles, you know, uh, because I know as a because my I work as a translator, I don't know if I mentioned it before. Oh no! But huh. yeah, I do. And you lose so many things when you when watching a movie in in uh, with the you know the dubbed voices. Your, yeah, exactly. I yeah, intensely I dislike watching a movie that's dubbed, unless I'm watching it specifically <laughs> because I don't care about it and I want to have fun with it. I can't take yeah. it seriously with dubbed voices. It's, it's yeah, can't do it. It's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have two. He did two great movies at the same time. I mean, there was this one, the the, the man must die, and uh, it's. Oh, I was saying it's taken from a book, and I was right. It's a book from by Nicholas Blake, The Beast Must Die. And it's a. It's a. Let me just check who's that guy. Oh, he's a. He's a. He's a British. Uh, he's a British writer. So the movie is actually was made from a, an English book. You know, I didn't even know. So, yeah. Anyway. Okay, I'm going to look more about Indus Chabral because I don't know if I've seen any yeah. of his uh, of his work, yeah, you, but I've heard. Yeah, you have this one and you have the, the same year, I think in 69, you have uh, The Butcher, which is another famous movie from, from Chabral. You, you have the choice. You can, you can, you can, if you have the opportunity to watch one of these movies, I mean, awesome. you won't... You shouldn't lose your time. <laughs> that's <laughs> your great. Time. No, that's great. It's, I'm always looking for new for new stuff. Uh, I have less uh, time yeah. to watch movies now because I have two young children. Um, yeah. So usually we have to watch movies like after they're in bed. Um, okay. And usually we have to watch like half of it. So there's 45 minutes. Then she goes to bed. Then we wake up the next day, live our day. They go to bed again. Then we watch the other half. It stinks <laughs> to watch movies like that. But it's really it's like yeah. if you don't, then you don't watch anything. So, which yeah. is sort of the reality. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. I appreciate you humoring me for this conversation. Um, well, always, it was something that was suggested, like, hey, let's, let's try a little something different. And I was like, you know what? That is right up my alley. And plus, it'll help me get to know my, my interviewees yeah. a little better, you know? So, uh, yeah. cool. Well, uh, Alan, uh, you know, let's uh, – thanks so much for coming on. It's really good to talk to you again. You're – you know, nice guy as always, and uh, I guess Thank you. here's here's hoping that uh, that Thursday's match is uh, incident free, and that uh, exactly, and that we get to see exactly. some quality football. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we we, we at Social Gun we made a communicate to let everyone know that we should whatever the whatever happened in the first uh, first game we should everyone should stay quiet and so on just focus on the on what's happening on the pitch and this kind of thing, you know. That's, so hopefully, yeah. hopefully people will listen to that kind of thing, you know. On, exactly, on both exactly. Sides, you know. Exactly, exactly. Okay. All right. Well, thanks well, so much. I hope I get to talk to you some, uh, you know, again some other time. All right. Thanks, Jerry. Right. Good luck. Thank you. This you, you as well. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> thanks. Bye bye. That's our that's our Toffee Blue opposition view. We learned a lot again. If you're liking the videos, please subscribe. It makes us feel warm and fuzzy inside. Like, comment. What do you think about our uh, conversation with Alain? Okay? Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.